Hey, really quick, before I go on, I just want to thank today's sponsor, which is Eight Sleep. It's this mattress that actually uses temperature and technology to help you get deeper sleep. You all know how important sleep is. I practice the Miracle Morning. I track my sleep. I've been studying sleep ever since I read Sleep Smarter by Sean Stevenson. The Pod by Eight Sleep is a high-tech bed designed specifically to help you achieve optimal sleep fitness. And I wanted to try it out to see if it would work. And the cool thing is, yes, they are a sponsor of the show. They are paying me, but also I'm happy to recommend them as well. If you wanna try to optimize your sleep, you can try it for 100 nights. And if you don't love it, they're gonna refund your purchase and arrange a free pickup. They already sold out of their first two batches. I was happy to get my hand on one and test it out. And it combines dynamic temperature regulation and sleep tracking to enhance your rest and recovery. It learns your sleep habits and adjusts the temperature automatically. I have it warm when I go in at night. And then in the middle of the night, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to have it cooled down, which allows your body to go into deeper sleep. And then it warms up back again as you uh, exit deep sleep and enter the morning. And it just, it works. It's amazing. And the cool thing is you can get $150 off your purchase right now when you go to eightsleep.com slash pat. That's eight sleep spelled out, E-I-G-H-T sleep.com slash pat. And that's free shipping as well. So check it out, eightsleep.com slash pat. What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 1,100. Uh, that's my made-up horn noise, but wow, what an amazing way to end the year here. It is December 26th. Merry Christmas to those of you who celebrate. Happy Hanukkah, all the good things, uh, all the holidays. And uh, today we are finishing off the year with an amazing episode, not just because it's episode 1,100, but because we're gonna be doing another Where Are They Now episode. This time, and I mentioned this in the last episode, this is my favorite of the bunch. I mean, I love them all. They're all great success stories. Everybody's taking action and seeing results. But this one in particular I love because this person is helping teachers. And I have grown to love many of my teachers growing up. And, and especially the teachers that are now teaching my own kids and just to see how much they work and how hard they work and how little they get in return. It's just like, it just blows my mind. And what I love about Stacy's business at Side Hustle Teachers is she helps teachers make more money. And her tagline is like, being a teacher doesn't mean you have to be broke or burnt out. And she helps teachers create little side businesses so they can earn a little bit more money and, and do something else. And I love that idea. And so Stacy came on in episode 1057 way back in January. And she took some action and a lot of things happened that she's gonna talk about today. And even a pivot and something unexpected happened as well that means more people are gonna get helped. And you'll hear how this perfectly aligns with something that I did as well, something that we should all do in our businesses. Stacy just found this out by listening to her audience. You'll hear what it is in just a minute. So make sure you stick around. You, you don't wanna miss this one. So let's just get right to it. Here she is, Stacy Ogden from Side Hustle Teachers. Stacy, welcome back to Ask Pat 2.0. Thanks again for coming back. Well, thanks for having me again. I hear there's some exciting things happening uh, related to sort of what's going on in your business. And, you know, it's been since episode 1057, which was published in February of this year. We're almost at the end of the year now. What has happened since? Yeah, so the last time I was on, we were talking about the launch of a new program and it had multiple start dates and and how to sort of work all that mechanically. So we got all that straightened out and I, you know, I followed your advice and we did one big launch for the program. And, you know, I was really excited about that. It went well. And as I was going through the process and I was reaching out to people personally who I thought would be a good fit for the program, I started to get some feedback that actually led me to create another 
program. <laughs> that okay, just so a new, a new program, nice. Yeah, but you're listening to your people. That's that's the big thing here. So what what was that? And and tell me about. Keep going. Well, the thing I was hearing from my teachers was that they wanted to start a business, but they didn't actually know what business they wanted to start. You know, they knew they wanted something, or they maybe had an idea. And they were really lacking in either clarity of their idea or confidence in order to get it started. So what I started to come up with was this sort of monthly meeting program. It's a group coaching program that will take people through the steps of figuring out what is the side hustle that's going to work for you. You know, how can you start taking baby steps to get it off the ground? How can you start finding clients? Those little, those little but really scary steps right at the beginning. And so that started in September. And yeah, so far I'm loving it. The teachers are really enthusiastic. They're really opening up and yeah, they're getting some hard questions answered and making some good progress. So that's really great. I mean, it sounds similar to, you know, when I was coming up with ideas for courses and stuff and books to write, a lot of people were at the very beginning phases and were just like, help me figure out like my first steps and that that's it, you know? And I think this is a very big lesson for everybody is oftentimes we wanna take people to step four before they even get through the step one, which often comes with a lot of mental shifts and other things that have to happen. And so what what has been, what, what's it been like to see uh, that kind of hole be filled I mean, you didn't even know that was a hole before. And now, uh, now, now you have something there to, to start with. How is that changing everything for you? It's been really amazing. I mean, I'm thinking about my teachers in a really different way now because before I was thinking that they were, you know, hesitant to either spend the money or they were hesitant to, you know, invest in themselves because we know teachers spend a lot on our own classrooms And when I really started talking to people, I started getting that information that, no, you know, I would love to do that and I'd be happy to do it if I knew that what I was doing was right. But they didn't have that that clarity of the exact thing they wanted to do. And even the ones who had an idea, they weren't 100% sold on it. They still had the little voice inside their head that was telling them, yeah, but what if it doesn't work? You know, what if that's not the right one for you? What if Janet can sell that, but you can't? And, you know, so there was a lot of a lot of mindset that goes into it. And just the fact that it's gotten people in my community to open up about their struggles has been amazing. Just for me personally, like the the personal messages that I get on Facebook are just there. I, I feel so honored that people trust me as much as they do. So it's it's been for them, I think there's someone that understands where they're at because now that I've I've really, really honed in on what is missing, it makes them feel more heard. And for me, it just, it makes me feel even more like I've found my people. That's so great. I wanna go into when you were sort of launching your other things and then you were collecting this feedback. How are you getting this feedback? Where was it coming in from? How did they like feel comfortable sharing that with you? Mostly it was either through email or through Facebook Messenger. Okay, it's like a direct message. Yeah, exactly. So they weren't really comfortable sharing in the whole group necessarily. You know, people would put out questions like, I'm thinking about starting XYZ or I'm thinking of joining this MLM. And they were okay doing that. But if someone had something beyond that, like um, a more like solopreneur sort of job, they 
they hesitated to put it out there because they didn't want to be judged. They didn't want to be wrong. And they didn't want to, I don't know if they didn't want to hear the negative feedback or they didn't want to hear why it wouldn't work or they didn't want to hear why it would work because that would mean they'd have to do it. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. You know, so there's there was a lot of hesitancy to put it out in public. And the group since January when we started at nothing is right now as we're recording is 2,500 people. So it grew really quickly. And as it grew so quickly, I think it was it became a little bit more intimidating. So I found that really trying to reach out to people, if I saw that they clicked on the page, but they didn't necessarily buy anything, they didn't sign up for the program, I would email them personally instead of sending like another sales email. And and that's when I would get the responses back. Or if somebody would post something in the group about, I really want to try X, what do you think? Then I'd reach out to them through a personal message on Facebook and say, you know, I noticed that you were asking about this. How can I help? Yes. And, you know, it's the conversations are just mind boggling. That's I'm, awesome. I'm so in love with this right now. <laughs> There's huge lessons to be learned here. And I've been talking a lot about this in various pockets of people that I've been involved with related to like my will it fly strategy, right? Which is like, hey, you go out there in communities and you find people who who need help and you you talk to them and you, you learn about their problems. And the, the key thing is realizing that people, like you said, don't wanna talk publicly about a lot of these kinds of things. Some Some do. There are communities out there where they're very open with those things and you can see those conversations. But oftentimes those are just like the surface level stuff and all the, the stuff we need as entrepreneurs are levels deeper. And when you get into a private message, especially because... Now they trust you, you own this group, you have authority, you've proven yourself, you have a webpage and, and all this other stuff to kind of back that up, then they're gonna open up to you. And that that that's gold. And I, I love that you're following up with them. And you know, a lot of times people go, but that's not scalable. Like, but this is what works and what people need, right? <laughs> they need that one-to-one interaction, which is why like what I talk about in my book, Superfans, is so relevant right now. And I would love to ask you, you had mentioned something like figuring out who clicked on the page, but then who didn't buy. How are you knowing that? Because that's a perfect opportunity to follow up. But how are you gathering that that person did that? Yeah, well, I'm a ConvertKit user. So I tag, I use tags in my email. So when they click through to the sales page, they're tagged as being interested. And then if they did not buy, or if they buy, then the interest tag goes away and they're just tagged as being members of the group. So I can see on the regular who is in that interested group that I can reach out to specifically to ask, you know, what's what's the holdup? What's holding you back? What's are you struggling warm. with? They clicked, but they didn't purchase. This is exactly. Thank you for the plug for ConvertKit, by the way. By the way, <laughs> um, and I'm a massive fan of it for this exact reason. You can do things like this without having to have like these crazy tracking codes or unique landing pages for everybody. It, it can just all be done through email. So that that's incredible. So then you're following up with them later. And and so how are you positioning? I'm curious. I'm just digging deeper here because I think this is very useful for people, if you don't mind. Sure. In that reply back, when you go like, hey, I noticed you did this. Also, I'm standing right behind you. Like, I don't want it to come across, <laughs> you know, kind of like that. Like, how how are you messaging that in, a, in an authentic and, and uh, cool way? I actually just am very straightforward with people and I tell them my email program lets me see if people have clicked on this and I saw that you did. I hope it doesn't come off too stalkerish. Like you literally say that and it's just like- I really do. Cool, I like that, it's personality. <laughs> yeah, it's. I feel like I don't wanna hide the fact that I'm tracking stuff because I am, so. <laughs> but for their benefit. Yeah, absolutely. And usually they're very grateful for the fact that I actually reached out to them, so. 
That's really smart. So a uh, big lesson for all of you out there. Number one, use ConvertKit. Number two, <laughs> set it up in a way where you can start to figure out like who are the warm leads, right? And I, and these these tagging things, like Stacey's talking about, are, are, are pretty simple to, to do. It's just once you learn the language of it, it's, it's kind of cake after that. Okay, so a person goes into this brand new course and um, I would imagine that if it's anything like what I teach my absolute beginners, it's, it's you know, a combination of strategy, yes, but a lot of like just getting over the fear and mental kind of things, right? They finish that course. Where are you taking them from there? Or, or are you at this point now where you can kind of take them on this journey? Because you're, you're, you're just helping them with step one and they're in now. Like, where do you go from there with them? So my goal when I set up the new program, the business program, is that they actually finish in May. So it goes September to May. So it basically runs the school year. And then they're basically perfectly positioned to join the summer camp program. So they have all that background. They have the confidence. They have the clarity of what they want to do. And then the summer, you know, side hustle summer camp comes along right at the end and they can really just continue and dig in and use their summer to do this pretty intense program. But they've got the background. They know who I am. And, you know, that's just the next step. That's fantastic. Okay, so like, where are you at right now? Like, what's your, what's your, with all this that's going on and you kind of have the right direction now, tell us what a day in the life of Stacy is like. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, chaotic at the moment because <laughs> we're actually, we're actually back in school and I'm still a full-time teacher, so. Yeah, you're doing this on the side. I am. I am, I am walking the walk. You yeah. are walking the walk. I was about to say that. Like, who, <laughs> you know, you have no idea what I'm going, yes, I do, because I'm also a teacher. So I would imagine that's very challenging. Before you go on and tell us about your day, like, how are you, I mean, I know the summer was there and you did a lot of things during then, but um, is, is is that your cadence as a teacher? Is like summer is, is work time and sort of, you're a busy person and you deserve time off and, and all this stuff. How are you able to create a new course and a new program and, and manage all this? Like, what's your time mastery wizardry stuff? <laughs> um, well, there's a couple things. First of all, I'm actually running the course live. So I didn't pre-record a ton of stuff. I didn't, you know... I want to make it responsive to the people in the business prep program so that they are able to get out of it what they need. So the work before that is just essentially marketing. Yeah. So, you know, I'm very active in my group and my group is very active itself. So I'm able to, you know, when I see someone who is eligible, I started talking about the program right after the 4th of July and it didn't open until mid-August. So I started talking about it, sort of teasing it. and then. I did a couple lives that indirectly led people into that that way of thinking of that this is coming and this is going to be, you know, if you're on the fence about a side hustle, this is a great place to start. And then so when I announced it, there was they were very primed for it. So yeah, this summer was a lot of marketing. I don't do Facebook ads. I don't pay for advertising at all. I just I really keep people coming into my group and I keep staying active in there as the best thing. That's really great. For those of us who are getting involved more now with groups and communities online, which we all know is sort of what people are pointing us toward. And, you know, even Facebook has done ads for Facebook groups, like the groups and the communities are, are the thing. And it's so great that you have one. What is it like in there for you? Do you have admins or is it just you who's who's keeping the conversation up? How do you balance your time in there? Because I uh, I have a group and it's quite large and you can get lost and, and 
sucked at, uh, in there and, and then you can also leave them hanging. So I'm curious to know how you manage that. It's been interesting because I honestly, when I opened up the group, I I thought that it would be like a trickle of people coming in, you know, maybe five people a week and, you know, I get a couple hundred people and it ended up being because I would post in some of the other groups that I'm in when I would see a teacher who posted something about struggling with money or, you know, I don't know if I can do this for much longer. I would just respond and say, hey, come join Side Hustle Teachers. You know, we're a community of people who get it. So when I would post a response to one of those posts in another group, I would get 50 to 100 requests to join the group within 24 hours. Was that ever considered like, hey, what are you doing here? Like promoting your own stuff on my Facebook page? No, you know, because I was really careful to only do it when it was an appropriate response to people, what the conversation was. So, you know, I never went in and spammed. I never posted my own link to it. It was just literally when people were asking for help. Okay. So it wasn't like, hey, what are you doing for the summer? Well, I'm for the summer creating an online course to help you with your business. It wasn't cool. (laughs) That's right. And that's the way it should be done. It should be natural. I like it within conversations that were already started because then you know that you're there to help. So that's great. Are you or have you recruited any other admins or moderators in there to kind of help manage? I haven't. Um, I am planning on it. It's something I'm looking at towards the end of this year and the beginning of 2020 to start sort of sifting through people. I have a couple of people in the group who are really active, who I'm already thinking about asking. And then we'll see if they accept or not. And and I might open it up to applications, but I might just, you know, pick people out and say, you're awesome. Do you want to be an admin for the group? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have like eight or nine in my group and they're all volunteers. There's only one person who 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 I kind of support a little bit, Brendan, our community manager on the SPI Facebook community. And he's great and he's creating challenges and featuring stories of success uh, within the group. Is that something you're, you're doing as well? Like really spotlighting some of the key members that you have in your courses and highlighting them that um, is working really well for a lot of communities now to get everybody inspired by each other versus just kind of by you? Yeah, I haven't yet. We do have a lot of like interactive posts going on. So, you know, yesterday I just asked the group, other than teaching, what are you great at? And there was, you know, there was an an influx of responses. Such a good question. Yeah. So, and the other thing is I try to ask questions that will also help me know how I can help the community. And there were a couple of really interesting answers. Like, I really love spending time with horses. I'm really good with horses. And I'm like, you could do that. Like, you could do something with horses for your side hustle. And she was literally like, oh my gosh, I was just about to sign up with this direct sales company, but you're right. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I mean, you're literally saving lives. Did you, you know you know that, right? Like just I hope so. That's that's what I hope. As your business continues to grow, as you continue to get more success, as you continue to remain busy with a lot of the things that you're doing, just don't forget that because, you know, it can get out of hand. You're at that point now where it could spill over into areas of life that you don't want it to. It could potentially grow into a company much bigger than you ever wanted it to. And and funny, in a lot of these Where Are They Now episodes, this is the conversation we've been having. It's like, hey, you're at that point now where things are going so well, you have to define kind of your boundaries for where you want things to go. And that, that would be the only piece of advice I really have for you at this stage. You're doing all the right things. And it's just be conscious about your growth and how much you want to grow and, and just stay grounded because I've seen too many entrepreneurs burn out. They, they experience a little bit of success. And then, like you said, the communities continue to grow and you're getting hundreds of people a day. Just 
stay aware and 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 you know i'm speaking from my own experience as well so yeah any any thoughts or or reactions to that yeah no i appreciate that and i i am sort of i try to take a step back every now and then and look at at where things are going now that school has started taking a step back is not as easy as it is during the summer but you know i try to set goals for myself that are specifically aligned with what I want. Like at the moment, I want to continue teaching. So that's something that's important to me. You know, other things, I want to be able to connect with people in my community on a one-to-one basis. So I have recently stopped posting in response to other things I see because I want the community to kind of stabilize for a while. You know, I had a blog that I started seven years ago that I'm actually selling right now so that I can spend more time on this. Cool. It's pretty amazing how things have shifted, but I appreciate that advice to keep things, you know, so you don't end up with a company that you didn't actually want. Yeah. And you're at that awesome moment where you can choose whatever direction you want and you have the skills to make it get there. So, uh, wow, Stacey, congratulations to you. Just so proud of you. And thank you for coming on, inspiring us. You inspired me today. And I just hope that things continue to, to keep growing in the way that you want. Just congrats. Thank you so much. I appreciate the advice you gave me last time and the chance to to come on and share again. Yeah, well, uh, keep up the great work and thanks for what you do as a teacher and teaching other teachers and just keep up uh, the great work. We'll talk soon. All right, thanks, Pat. All right, I hope you enjoyed that catch-up episode with Stacy. Just, wow, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Uh, the amazing results that Stacy achieved and just I'm so thankful that she is somebody who wants to help teachers as well. All teachers deserve so much more credit than they just, than they often get. So shout out to all the teachers out there. And Stacy, shout out to you, especially for helping teachers get more so that they can do more things and have more things and, and get the, you know, honestly, every teacher should be making six figures, in my opinion. And, and Stacy's helping them do that. So that's awesome. Make sure to check her out, Side Hustle Teachers. She also has a Facebook group that's growing as well, like we talked about. And uh, she's doing her thing. And guess what? You're all doing your thing too. And we're coming in at the end of the year here. January 1st, 2020 is around the corner. How crazy is that? And hopefully you have 2020 vision with what your plan, sorry, that was a bad joke, but uh, I'm gonna keep that in because this is real life. I'm also broadcasting this live on Instagram right now. So hello to all the people on Instagram who just heard that joke. Uh, But anyway, that's what I do. I'm a dad, we tell bad jokes, but hey, 2020 vision into 2020 is what it's all about. Hopefully you have clear vision on what's going on and hopefully these episodes have helped you with that. Please, 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 please subscribe to Ask Pat if you haven't already. We have a great lineup of episodes coming already. I think we have six or seven already recorded for 2020, which is great at the time that I'm recording this, actually. So probably many more after. And we have a couple more. Where are they now? Episodes coming your way as well. So uh, make sure you stick around and, and come back at the after your New Year's celebration and join us for some inspiration, motivation, strategies, tactics, all the things to help you in your business by listening to others do it too. And I'm just here. I'm just a guide. I'm just here to coach. I'm, I'm the Yoda. You're the Luke Skywalker. You're the Princess Leia. I'm obsessed with you because I'm a nerd like that. But anyway, thank you guys so much. I appreciate you. Happy New Year. Take care. And as always, Team Flynn for the win.